0: Happy Friday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. I'm Rich Charpentier, the show host. And here we are. It is Friday, August the 17th. So the weekend is upon us. I hope you're off doing something fun or getting ready to do something fun for your weekend. And I know I'm going to be doing some interesting things over this weekend. Today's topic, flying drones from the Airstream. That's going to be some of the fun that I'm doing It's uh, not just fun, it's also part of the work that I do. So in addition to the website work that RLC Design does, we also have a um, separate website called AZ Drone. So at azdrone.net, you can find out some of the stuff that my partner Greg and I have been working on over the course of the past year. So drones in the Airstream... You've probably seen some amazing footage from other airstreamers out there on platforms like YouTube, where they've got some really beautiful flight following the airstreams down roads, all sorts of things. Bottom line, aerial photography and aerial video have become very accessible to anyone who wants to try it. Now, my first drone that I purchased was actually back in 2014. It was one of the original Phantoms, and I had to... uh, hook up a GoPro to it. The GoPro, you could set it to film or you could set it to photo. You couldn't control it from the ground. So the original Phantom drones, you know, you could carry a camera with you, but you couldn't do anything with it uh, beyond the initial setup. So if you set it up to shoot video, it would fly around and shoot video. So it was completely dependent on your flight path and whether or not that that would look good. The newer drones today, they offer a lot more. They've got gimbals built in, they've got cameras built in, and there's a lot more you can do with them now. So you can switch between video and photography. Uh, You can really kind of have your way. So drones now have become some pretty cool flying cameras. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a new tutorial class for drone operators, and I'll be talking about that in the near future, and I'll announce it when it's released. And it will be at udemy.com, which is an online training site that I also host a uh, class about working with WordPress and the X-Theme. If you want to make highly customizable websites, WordPress and the X-Theme can make some really amazing websites for you. So that first drone that I got back in 2014, I started flying it around early 2014, learning about flight and I also started reading a lot of stuff about the FAA's requirements. As I looked into those requirements, I realized that at the time I was not willing to do everything that was necessary. You see, one of my thoughts when drones first started hitting the popular market, like a lot of other people, I thought, well, we can do flyovers for real estate agents. We can do flyovers for parks and things. And Then I started looking into it and finding out the reality of drone flight and at the time the FAA was still working out some of their rules and policies for drone pilots. And it was very complicated then to get a commercial license and I realized I would need a commercial license. The reason why? I wanted to put drone images up for customers. I wanted to put drone images up on YouTube. And the moment that you do something to, as the FAA states, further a business, that puts you into commercial work. Even if you were giving the photos and videos to a business, let's say you had a friend who owns a business or was trying to sell a house or whatever, and you went up and you did photography for them or video for them, and you gave it to them, you gave it to them for free. If they're using it to sell something, if they're using it to further their business, then that is commercial work. So, the rules and guidelines in 2014 were fairly well confusing to me. So, what happened to that Phantom drone? Basically, I uh, parked it in the Airstream. It stayed underneath the bed in uh, a Rubbermaid crate and it didn't get used much because I wanted to put things on YouTube and my YouTube channel is monetized. I wanted to do things for clients and that would be commercial work. So, I just went ahead and put it away. Now, Last year, just about a year ago, I finally studied for the Part 107 test, which is the new drone commercial certificate, and it, the requirements were a little easier than the original requirements for commercial work. So last year, I studied for the exam, and I actually took the exam at North Air Aviation here in Prescott, Arizona, and I passed easily, so two weeks of study time. And then taking the test. I was, of course, nervous because, hey, I'm not a pilot, right? So, but I am a drone pilot now. And over the course of the past year, my drone flight has improved markedly and I'm doing a lot more with it. And I'm finally working out still photography with drones because, let's face it, this is a totally different perspective. So, I see a lot of drone footage out there and a lot of drone photography, and it's actually shot like you'd shoot from a tripod. So, One of the things I think we all forget if you're a drone pilot, drone photographer, is that you have this whole new world, so you don't have to just shoot straight out. You can adjust your gimbal, you can point down, you can point at an angle. You can get views and perspectives on common locations that you're used to photographing from the ground, and you can get something totally different from the drone. So the class I'm working on is actually all about still photography for drone photographers. Now, most drone operators do a lot of video, and I do a lot of video as well. But I wanted to bring some more information to um, drone pilots about doing still photography. And since I've been doing professional photography for over a decade, uh, I've got extreme experience with Adobe Photoshop Lightroom. Uh, with uh, Aurora HDR, with Luminar, and with Photoshop, I thought it was time to put together a beginner's course for drone photographers. And that's what's going to be popping up over on Udemy soon. So a lot of the flight instruction is already done. I am working more on editing information now. And so oftentimes my mornings or my evenings are spent flying the drone and actually recording audio talking people through their settings, their setup, and how to think differently about their drone photography from their standard terrestrial still photography. So the class is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be informative for beginner uh, pilots, beginner drone photographers. So that's one of the big things I'm working on. That's one of the side projects, uh, along with the rest of the side projects. As I've said before, If you're going to be working full-time out of your RV, you might want to set up several different revenue streams. When one thing is a little slower, you can actually work on the other thing. Of course, to offer goods and services, whether it's from your home base or from an office or from an Airstream or any other RV, you need to have some level of expertise in it before you start putting it out there. If you're going to charge people for the information uh, or charge people for your services, you actually need to make sure that you've got something good to offer them. So this weekend is going to be both um, work and pleasure. So I'm still working on this class, and I'll be working on it through the weekend. And so there's going to be some drone flight this weekend and some still photography. So not only is it part of my business, it's also enjoyable. I I do like getting unique images and um video of the area that I live in. I love showing off Prescott, Arizona. It's a a beautiful location. We've got a lot going on here, and we've got a lot of amazing recreational activities in the area. So mountain biking, kayaking, hiking, trail running, uh, road cycling, visiting the downtown area. There's a lot to show off for Prescott, and the drone photography and video offers a lot more. So back to what I was talking about earlier, Um, like I said, you've probably seen a lot of drone video and photography at this point, especially if you've been looking around YouTube and you're following other RVers. And I just want to give a a little piece of advice. So as I said, anything that furthers a business uh, is considered commercial work by the FAA. So you do need your Part 107 certificate. And that certificate isn't too painful to acquire. You are It's going to require some study. It's going to require probably paying for an online course. And then it's going to require you taking the test at a uh, flight school. And when you're taking the test, keep in mind that it's over $100 just to take the test. So with all that said, I've seen a lot of really cool drone flight and photography from other RVers out there. And they're using it on their YouTube channels, and they are monetized YouTube channels. And I've come across several who are hobbyists, so they don't have that commercial license right now. So the FAA is pretty spread thin at the moment. They're only able to enforce so much, but I think that their uh, their enforcement is improving. So... If you're deciding that, hey, I want to bring a drone along with me on this RV trip that I'm taking or this full-time adventure that I'm doing, and you're popping this up on a monetized YouTube channel, make sure that you get your part 107 uh, from the FAA before you start posting that stuff, because as the FAA starts cracking down, fines can become very, very serious. So I just want to give you that warning. Don't uh, don't do what I did back in 2014. Run out and grab a drone, and then realize, ooh, uh, there's some requirements that I'm not ready to comply with. And suddenly, you got a drone that you're never flying because you're worried about following the policies and following the regulations. So, do your research first, and I'll be talking more about that here. You can also go to the YouTube channel that Greg and I host. It's AZ Drone on YouTube, and we actually talk about. Flight, We talk about FAA rules. We talk about some of the latest news uh, in the drone community, and we talk about things that are of interest to us and also the services that we offer to our own clients. So pop on over to YouTube and go ahead and subscribe to AZ Drone and we'll keep you up to date with the big changes out there. and you can learn a lot about drone flight. And as a matter of fact, my business partner Greg, Who is also a certified flight instructor has a class online with udemy.com to prepare you to take the Part 107 test. So, if you're out there traveling and you're looking to create more unique images and display different perspectives, and you'd like to share that on YouTube or other platforms, um, getting your Part 107 license is pretty easy to do with all the different schools out there and also with Greg's online class. So if you pop over to udemy.com, you will see um, if you do a search for part 107 exam, you'll find Greg Rivardio and that's his course. It's a really good one. So I've actually proofed through that course for him before it launched as well. So once you've got all that cautionary stuff out of the way and you're looking to fly commercially and you want to up, you know, update those YouTube channels or you want to do images for places that you've visited, maybe you want to do some drone photography or video for businesses that you like and you'd like to do it for profit, once you've got that 107, you can do it. So it's not that hard of a thing to do. So If you can drive an RV around safely and uh, navigate the uh, roadways of America, um, I I believe that you can uh, learn to do the, um, the Part 107 very easily. So for this weekend, I'm going to be probably filming around the edges of Watson Lake. On the weekends, Watson Lake's always really busy, but it has those amazing rock formations, the granite dells. So I'll be doing some of my work on weekdays, and I do some of the work on weekends. One of the things I keep in mind on the weekends is if there's a lot of people out on the lake, I want to make sure that I avoid flying over them. Uh, It's illegal to fly over people with drones unless you have a waiver from the FAA, and that waiver process is not easy. And I also know that very few people have gotten waivers. Several news organizations have gotten waivers, but individuals and small drone businesses right now we're not getting those waivers. When you submit for the waiver, it takes months anyways. But at present, it's very difficult to get waivers to fly over people. So when you watch some of those cool drone videos out there where folks are flying over people or hovering over large groups of people at a gathering, unless it's a media outlet, most likely that's an illegal flight. And that does come with big fines from the FAA. So the flying that I'll do this weekend, I'll make sure that nobody is below me. I'll be probably working the edges of the uh, granite dells where the granite formations meet the water at Watson Lake to see if I can't make some cool views. I might do some of that today, as a matter of fact, too, because I really do like to avoid the crowds. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything right so that the FAA has no reason to um, look down its nose at drone pilots. Every time somebody does something that's not legal, uh, it it hurts all of us. So if you're going to get into this, make sure you follow all the FAA rules. That way we can all have fun with the hobby or with the new job that we're working up. And it's kind of cool. You know, this is a hobby job, right? I mean, who wouldn't want to fly around a remote-controlled aircraft? It's It's pretty amazing. And, you know, I'm only in my 40s, but I... I've seen the development of the internet and all the social media and all of the advances. And now here we are with drones as well. There's been so much that's changed in tech since I was a kid. And I sound like someone from way back when, but I'm not, you know, I'm out of the 1970s and, you know, high school was in the 1980s for me, but I do remember in the seventies making Christmas phone calls and getting the busy signal over and over again. When was the last time you got a busy signal? You probably haven't had a busy signal in a long time, right? And since we made that change from analog telecommunications to digital telecommunications, it's been a huge revolution. And everything that's developed out of the internet and how to packetized data has led up to this point where now we can fly these remote-controlled aircraft, film awesome video, you know, take awesome photography, and this stuff is just going to keep going. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with all this tech in the next five years. And, you know, it's really cool to have this tech along with us if we're highly mobile people like RVers or van lifers, You know, anybody who's out on the road and seeing new things that they want to share, sharing those new things has become easier and easier and easier by the day. When I first set out with my Airstream in 2006, I never thought of the possibilities that I could, at some point, have a remote-controlled aerial vehicle that I could photograph from, or that I'd have a smartphone that's camera was good enough to share images with people on the Internet. As a matter of fact, the camera in my iPhone 8 Plus is way better than the camera that I had in my Canon Digital Elf in 2006. And now the cameras that are in the drones, they're, they're getting better and better every day. And so they're blowing that old Canon Digital Elf out of the water too. And, you know, that's been 12 years. So in 12 years time, we've seen imaging technology improve, communications technology improve, video technology improve, and it's still going faster and faster. Well, all right, everybody, I hope you have an awesome weekend. I'm looking forward to a lot more flight, some fun and some work. And I hope you've got something planned great for the weekend and that while you're out on the road, uh, you're getting some cool images of the places that you're traveling to and vacationing at. So we'll see you next week. We won't be doing a podcast over the weekend. So Saturday and Sundays, we don't podcast. But next Monday, we'll be back to the start of the work week and talking about working from your RV again. So down in the show notes today, by the way, I've put a link into Arizona Drone I've put a link into Greg's Part 107 class if you've got any interest. And, of course, I put a link in to Soundstripe, which is where I license the audio files for the beginning and ending music in every one of these podcast episodes. And next week I'll be changing to a different tune, so be sure to listen for that next Monday. All right, once again, have an awesome weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for stopping in and spending a little of your time with us today.